Morning, everybody. So for this sermon this morning, we're doing a tag team sermon between me, Taylor, and Pastor Mike, and we're going to kick it off with a quick little video. So with that, I'm going to pray for us. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this time, and I just thank you for all the youth, and I just thank you for all that you've done in our lives. I just pray that uh, as we start to speak that people's hearts will be softened and prepared for the lesson. In your heavenly name, amen. So there's one big point that I want you to remember. If, if you don't remember anything else, just remember this one point. God gives us hope no matter what we are going through. And to get deeper in that, uh, it goes through the hard times. He gives us hope through the hard times. God really wants to give us hope when we're going through the loss of a loved one. And Matthew 5, 4 says, God blesses those who mourn, for they will be comforted. God wants to comfort you when you're going through some of the hardest times of your life. That's just what God does for us. You know, um, when I lost my grandma, it was a really hard time, but God gave me hope, and I knew that she was in a much better place. She was a much happier person. But God also wants to help us through job complications. You know, like, uh, just an example of that is when my father was having trouble with his job, God just helped him and just opened the door for him and just gave him a brand new job with everything. Everything was better. And it was just such a blessing to the family. And it was just, we have hope that God will provide for us. Um, we also have hope that God will comfort, comfort us in the hardest of times. And, you know, Psalms 34, 18 says, that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. And five days before Winnie Malasso passed, the family was all in the room, and she was saying, like, how we needed to live her life, you know, saying all the things that she wouldn't be able to say to us when she was gone. So she shared for an hour, and when she finished, she just lay back and had complete peace. Everyone in the room was just filled with peace. And everyone in the room just said that, they were just awed and what the Spirit had done with them. And it was just an amazing feeling that will change all their lives. You ask any of them, you know that their lives will never be the same after that moment. And it's just the hope that God gives us, that no matter what's going on, that He's there for us. And we've also got, God also gives us hope, even with our physical limitations. God, we just have hope that God will provide. Matthew 6, 31-34 says that says that, So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And really, we just need to have hope that God will provide, even when we have a broken leg or we can't move around right anymore. We're losing our senses. We have disabilities. We just have to have hope that God will provide and help us through these hard times. And with that, I'm going to hand off the mic to Taylor. Good morning. So to start off, I would like all of you to imagine that you're on top of a huge huge skyscraper and you're looking down at least a thousand feet and you're expected to jump for many that would be a thrill for others it would be a horror but the only thing if you jump that's going to keep you from hitting the ground is a thin supposedly durable cord of rope we know this as bungee jumping 
if you jump, you're putting a lot of hope and faith into that teeny tiny bungee cord. Many people associate the word hope with hard times that are dire or crazy, such as this one. And God definitely does give us hope in the hard times. But lots of individuals believe that hope is unimportant in the easy times. Why would we need hope in a time when there is no struggles? Well, I'm going to give you guys an analogy. Think about sports. Sports range from preschool all the way to the Olympics. And in every sport, there are athletes. And these athletes, they can't just never practice in their life and then go into a game and be expected to win. That's crazy. We need, they have to practice and improve their skill level before they can go into their competition or their game. Spiritually speaking, the games would represent the hard times and the practice would represent where we improve our hope or faith in the easy times. It's crucial that we build up our hope in the easy times. When we start out in our faith, many people have little hope and it's not too advanced, kind of like an athlete's skill. It's little. It's not super big yet because you haven't built it up. You haven't practiced. So we can't expect ourselves to never improve on our hope, never get closer in our relationship with God to Him, and then go into spiritual battles and come out victorious. That is just probably not possible. But how do we build our hope up? Because I keep telling you we need to build our hope up, but how do we do it? If you have your Bibles, you can turn to Romans 5, 4 through 5. It says, and endurance develops strength and character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment. To build hope, we build character, and to do this, we improve our relationship with God. And we can do this, I'm kind of piggybacking onto what a speaker at youth camp said, but he said that we can read God's word, pray, share our faith, have fellowship, and serve others. Someone in the Bible that we can look to that built up his hope in the easy times would be Daniel. Um, if you have your Bibles, you can turn to Daniel 6, 4 now. It says, Then the other administrators and high officers began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. We know later in Scripture tells us Daniel prayed at least three times a day. And by doing this, he was building up his hope. Daniel was eventually thrown into a den of lions. But since he had built up his hope, guess what? He was ready. And he was prepared for anything that life would throw his way. How much better could we handle life's obstacles, trials, and heartaches if we built up hope like Daniel did? We also need to be prepared by improving our hope this way. So I looked up the definition of hope in the dictionary, and it said, hope is a feeling of trust in something or someone. There are many things in this world that we can put our hope in, but only one comes through in the end and doesn't disappoint. Which leads me to my next point. We must put our hope in Jesus Christ. 
The main point that we hope you take from this sermon today is that God gives us hope no matter what we're going through. God wants to help us. He wants to fulfill our hopes. But if our hopes aren't in him, then he can't help us. Someone in the Bible who, with tremendous hope would be Job. Um, I'm going to read Job 1, 1 through 3. It says, There was a, once a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless, a man of complete integrity. He feared God and stayed away from evil. He owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 teams of oxen, and 500 female donkeys. He also had many servants. He was, in fact, the richest person in that entire area. So Job was very prosperous, and he had his hope in God. But in testing Job, God took away almost all of his riches, almost all of his servants and all of his children. His own wife and friends turned on him. So that's a pretty bad situation. But since Job had his hope in God, he made it through even more prosperous than he was to begin with. But what if Job had put his hope in money? Money does not last. What if he had put his hope in his family. Family, they make mistakes. They're not perfect. What if Job had put his hope in his servants to carry out stuff for him? They're not always trustworthy. Or what if he had put him his hope in himself? People aren't perfect, okay? And so Job makes mis- made mistakes just like all of us do. So the only person that we can put our hope in, knowing that he will be dependable, is God. And if Job would have had his hope in any of those other things, he would have capsized in all of his struggles, defeated. So just as we saw through Job, we too should put our hope and faith in Jesus Christ alone. Because first of all, God is the only reliable and dependable thing we can put our hope in. Anything else is going to fade away, not reliable. Second of all, it's the only logical thing to do. We should build our house on a solid rock instead of like the sand, like the story in the Bible goes. But also, we will be rewarded if we put our hope in God. Um, Isaiah forty thirty one says, But those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Psalms 31, 24. So be strong and courageous, all of you who put your hope in the Lord. Psalms 146, 5. But joyful are those who have the God of Israel as their helper, whose hope is in the Lord their God. The hope that I'm talking about, that all of us, Brady and Mike and I, that we're talking about, it's a hope that doesn't disappoint. If you put your hope in Jesus Christ, you're not going to be disappointed, and you're not going to regret that decision. If you feel reluctant on letting go of past ideas or objects that you wish you could put your hope in, or something like that, remember Job. In the beginning, he was prosperous, But in the end, God gave him even more than he had in the first place. He overcame and was not only richer in terms of wealth, but also much richer spiritually. And we need to remember that. God's blessings to you as the result from your hope in him will make you much fuller and richer than you could ever become on your own. So now I'll hand it over to Mike. All right, so thankfully, one of the many benefits we have as Christians is hope. Uh, I don't know what I would do without it. 
we can firmly believe that God gives us hope no matter what we are going through. I mean, we have some spiritual giants in in here that have been Christians for so long and just watching your testimonies and just you guys being here now with a smile on your face, still serving the Lord is such a tremendous encouragement that we have you guys as the backbone of our church. So whether it's hard times that we're going through of loss of a loved one, or jobs, you know, we've all probably had a job that we despise, that every day it was just hard to go through. We definitely needed hope to get through that job, or maybe just family problems and issues. You know, I have some unsaved family members. I have a little sister that's just completely lost, getting married to somebody else that's completely lost, and it breaks my heart. You know, I don't know what I would do without hope that God is still in charge and he knows what's going on. Maybe it's just the physical limitations. My dad, he loves yard work. He's 68. He's starting to notice things that he can't do anymore. His back's starting to go out. His arthritis is catching up, and it kills him that he can't do it. But he has hope in God that other things that he's going to be able to do that he couldn't do before, Um, and just the hardest times in general. I mean, we have no one sitting here in this whole room can say they have not been through a hard time. What would we do without hope? I, I, I don't, I, I just crumble. And the easy times, Taylor made some very, very good points that a lot of times in my own Christian life, during those easy times, I just hit cruise control, just like driving down the highway. You know, I, I, I might have read my little devotion and checked it off the list that I'm spiritual and I'm okay. But no, during those easy times, I should have took advantage of that, really got into my word more, maybe even poured into a lot of other people more. But it, it just wasn't a part of it. You know, we really need to um, take advantage of getting in God's word, prayer, and fellowship with other believers because we're the body of Christ. You know, there is no one here that's alone. And if you feel alone, you need to tell someone today so we can lift you up and share that hope that we have. And finally, we need to make sure that that hope, as she said, is in God. There is nothing else that is stable in this life. You know, we have money. Money runs out. You know, that stock market crash. I'm sure somebody was infected in here. I know my dad lost 80% of everything he had saved. Family, we make mistakes. Okay, I mean, even the most spiritual person in your family, guess what? He or she might make a mistake. You know, we are not Jesus Christ. We are not perfect all the time here on earth. Uh, Jobs, they don't last. You know, they come and go. But God is unwavering. God is unfailing. And we have everlasting hope in God. I mean, what an extreme blessing that I can wake up, even if my life feels like it's crumbling, whether it's finances or just something wrong with a family member or, heaven forbid, something happened to my baby that's in Marissa right now. Uh, I mean, we have hope in God. So I just want to give this time right now uh, for an older call. Maybe someone in here is struggling and they haven't put their hope in Christ yet. Because you can't have the hope that we have until you trusted Christ as your personal Savior, that he died for your sins and rose again. You don't get to have that hope when you deny it and don't want anything to do with God. So maybe today is the day that you need to put your hope in Christ. 
Maybe today's the day that you want to be sure that you get to go to heaven, that you get to be with God forever. Well, you need to put your hope in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Uh, or maybe there's someone else sitting here that you've trusted in Christ, but the hope hasn't been in God. It's been in other things. Maybe the wealth that you have stored up, or maybe you're just riding a spiritual wave from a camp like the teens went on, or other things. Maybe your hope has not been completely in God, and that needs to change today. So today, right now, this time is yours. If you want to come up and rededicate that hope in God, or maybe you want to be a Christian today and get some of the hope that we have, um, I, I know myself, I'd love to talk to you about it. Pastor Mike, any of our teen leaders down here, so this time is yours.